0: Welcome to another Keel Hauled podcast. I'm your host Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea Thieves news to cover today. So tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates! I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week we're going to be talking about the community weekend. Uh, and then we're going to be jumping into the season 10 preview with the gold hoarders Uh, the way that the announcement worked out with the timing just happened to be one of those things where we got a chance to talk about it so it's gonna be less formal for the the information that I'm gonna be presenting Uh, obviously we're gonna be talking about more of that as we actually get closer to launch Uh, but I did want to get some thoughts and opinions in this uh, as well as everyone kind of being represented with this so it was nice to hear from everyone regarding safer seas and high seas we'll get into more of that if you don't know what i'm talking about so that way we can kind of talk about um how this is going to impact sea thieves because it will and it's going to be a little bit different than what we expect for everyone so sit back relax let's get into it but before i get into any of that i have to thank the patrons they are the ones that are helping support this content they're paying for they're paying the bills For me to be able to host this, for me to be able to edit it, for me to be able to upgrade equipment when necessary, which is a long process at the moment, but still working on it. So I want to thank them because it means the world to me. They're the ones that went over to patreon.com forward slash podcast to help kind of support this hobby. So I want to thank them every episode to let them know that I appreciate their time, their effort, their donations. So thank you to People's Republic, Lcute, Balls, Bam Bam Bagel, Captain Chonky, Captain Hayes, Chateau Neuf, Super Pack, Zombie Killer, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Static Mirror, DA Gaming, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Godhammer 6, Trickster, Jorby Jorbs, Carl Embo, Kazia the Aficionado, Nightstar, Lumpy SRQ, Evil Morpheus, Space Admiral Ores, Xbox Mike 29, Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, Norwegian, Raja the Brave, Registella the Brony Pirate, Replicated Flame, Rust Belt Kid, Skamelt666, Captain Dasm, Tommy D, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Mina Ferry, Captain J-Rat of the Flaming Cold Sore, The Lore Chronologist, Deadeye Dre. Hager Owl, Jeff H, Ghost Boy 20, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Roosky-Doo, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost, and Zam. Wow! Thank you all so much for your support. It means the world to me. Also, if you got a chance uh, earlier this week on Talk Like a Pirate Day, you might have noticed that there was a special drop. It was the first episode of the Sea of Thieves RPG that Caleb uh, actually has been written, produced, uh, and would for us, including Zamwell. So, um, if you were wondering what that was about, that was, uh, you didn't really read it or listen to it or anything, I'd encourage you. It's a fun little jaunt into the Sea of Thieves world through the, uh, RPG that we have been using. It's based off of the Sea of Thieves RPG, um, that they came out with, gosh, that was forever ago. Came with the Lord Guardian sales and stuff, but It's really fun. We've been having a good time with that. There's more episodes to come uh, that will be available over on tblazer.net. Hopefully I said that right. Caleb, don't murder me. I will talk to you all later. But after that, uh, or after this, we're going to get into the, the news. So let's get into it. Ahoy there, Pirates. Just before we get into this uh, week's episode with the Gold Hoarders, I wanted to give you all a heads up because I forgot about this in the actual episode. Uh, Also, we just talked a lot about the Season 10 preview as well as the Wish You Were Here event, uh, which for some reason I kept referring to as Legends Week. And nobody let me know until like way later in the episode. Um, but I wanted to let you all know about the community weekend that is actually coming out. So that's coming up on September 30th to October 2nd. It's going to be the whole weekend. And I wanted to give you all some uh, some information from it regarding the actual like uh, multipliers, things like that. So I wanted to read from the actual news Web page that we got from Sea Thieves, they actually posted, uh, this was from Christina McGrath, um, which I definitely appreciate her doing this, as kind of a nice little happy Talk Like a Pirate Day uh, celebration. This is the uh, ninth season for the community event, so um, this one is going to be live on twitch they're gonna have a bunch of stuff going on uh and i wanted to read this so that you kind of get a good understanding of what's going on so um item number one on the agenda is how to increase the community emissary grade which takes on a brand new form for this season's community weekend. Whereas players could previously contribute to boosting the grade by using the hashtag Thieves Community Day tag on Twitter, this time the multiplier and more will be powered by how much time players spend watching Sea of Thieves category on Twitch. So all you need to do to help raise the grade is tune in to any of your favorite Sea of Thieves content creators within the Sea of Thieves category on Twitch between 10 a.m. UTC on Saturday, the 30th uh, to 10 a.m. UTC on Monday, uh, October 2nd. So that's roughly about 2 a.m. Pacific Standard Time of 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, as the community grade uh, Emissary rises, uh, so will the multiplier on gold, reputation, renown, and allegiance for all players, with the top grade offering two and a half times the rewards for your work. For all of those still yet to hit level 100 renown in Season 9, this will be your chance to do it and make a pretty penny at the same time um, I guarantee you, you probably have not actually played Sea of Thieves since Season 9 came out, if that is the case. That's me talking, by the way. Uh, if you're a few levels off from sc- uh, scoring your first Hourglass-related curse, the same applies. This weekend is perfect opportunity to maximize your progress and earn some of those quote-unquote stonks. Uh, talking of streams... The rare crew will be setting sail on Saturday morning live from the on-site tavern. Tankards will be raised, chaos will ensue, pirates will plunder, and a gay old time will be had. Join the gang from 10 a.m. UTC, which is uh, 2 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Uh, on September 30th to kick off the event with a healthy dose of shenanigans. Every minute you spend watching will also work towards raising the community emissary grade and may even earn yourself some Twitch drops at the same time. That's a very efficient uh, viewing by any standard. Uh, They talk about top off the drops. Yes, tuning in your favorite Sea of Thieves content creators and, of course, us on Saturday morning will also count towards unlocking a sweet, uh, sweet of drops for your own. I like how they (laughs) sweet as in like uh, sugary kind of like taste and then sweet as in like a grouping of things uh of drops nice um the eastern winds ruby sturdy boots the gilded phoenix cutlass the eastern winds ruby bejeweled gloves and the gilded phoenix eye of reach will become available to claim as the weekend progresses and all you need to do once each prize is up for grabs is watch any twitch streamer in the sea of thieves category not just partners on this occasion for a minimum of one hour per item uh Cam Logan here just want to interject again make sure that if you're doing this you pick up uh, some sort of auto claim extension for the web browser that you're using hopefully the web browser you're using offers those I recommend automatic twitch through chrome uh, I know there are alternatives like bb or bttv uh, extension which offers um, automatic claiming as well as an extension that includes a wider range of emotes so pick your poison on this one just make sure that you verify that it's you know got some reviews so people have like tested it and stuff but that way you can automatically claim those drops when you do hit that one hour mark uh you can kind of leave the browser up in the background um i will let you know too twitch has uh started to implement ways of trying to detour people from being afk stream or uh, viewing so generally want to make sure that you have the browser active uh, as its own active window that way um it doesn't just pause the stream i don't know if that if that affects the timer when it comes to twitch drops but just a, a little bit of a heads up twitch has been kind of um Uh, a a bummer they've been a bit of a bummer with that uh let's see where was i for this uh let's see find out more about how twitch drops work on our dedicated page uh where you can also in make sure that your sea of thieves and twitch accounts are linked ahead of time so that you are eligible for the drops uh let's see we've also set a sneaky extra goal which will bag you a bonus drop should you collectively raise or rise to the challenge if you all manage to get Sea of Thieves into the top 10 categories by highest number of viewers on Twitch, at any point during the weekend, a special Twitch drop will be unlocked. The Obsidian Ship's Crest, this is the crest, equipable to any captain ship and only available for Sea of Thieves community weekends for the foreseeable future. So what they're talking about is the name crest uh, that you can use to like, Customize what your nameplate looks like on your ship. Uh, This is the first time the Obsidian Ship's Crest has been made available. Uh, I guarantee you that there will probably be uh, an opportunity in the future for us to be able to get this. Um, But this is the first opportunity that we've had to be able to earn this as it is a new item. So if you have a captain ship and you do love the Obsidian Ship's Crest, make sure that you are tuning in this weekend. To see if that community goal has reached the top 10 for categories. Uh, That will help kind of give us the opportunity to get that. It's a big marketing thing. Um, This is coming to us from the marketing team. Uh, Well, not the marketing team, but from the uh, community engagement team. So you have to expect that there are going to be um, engagement caveats along with this. You know, it's always kind of the Ovaltine thing that uh, comes into mind whenever I see this. So um, bear that in mind do what you can to help out let's see if we can get everyone that obsidian ships crest uh let's see so uh do your utmost during the event to unlock this super swish item for everyone not forgetting to make sure that your accounts are linked before you get started let's see presenting pop-up plunder this is a new thing that we haven't seen before it's not just increased rewards and more twitch drops you can stand to benefit from as you race through the different community emissary grades every time the community collectively levels up from one through five we'll introduce a new piece of pop-up loot or plunder to every sea of thieves server but what is a pop-up plunder we hear you cry well We can answer that right now. It's a way for us to sneak terrific treasures into the world on the fly. And if you think that sounds cool, it's because it is. Every time Pop-Up Plunder becomes available, players will receive a notification in-game that Fresh Loot is live and that a clue regarding the whereabouts of the high-value hull has been released somewhere in the Sea of Thieves' official social media channels. There will be there will only be one plunderous prize per server and each will only be discovered for an hour before it disappears so you'll have to be swift on social and on seas to secure it. Um I don't know what this is. I think they would it would be really good for us to dive in a little bit deeper to see if they can kind of talk about like what it is uh, to be expected. So of course there may be a certain amount of strife involving In retrieving these special stashes of loot, once the pop-up plunder has been dug up, a cheeky little map marker will appear for everyone else on the same server, just so they know the precious prize hasn't been handed in yet, and they can still steal it. If you're thinking, well, that sounds dastardly, you're right. We've designed it like that because we are dastardly. You're welcome. But for but these spoils are worth fighting for. Amongst the assorted assortment of items that will be buried at random are packed collectors chests, chests of legends, suites of siren gems, and even chests of fortune. So this is a spicy game of loot roulette that stands to earn you scores of gold cold hard gold uh this is kind of interesting because there's collector's chests there's chests of legends there's suites of siren gems and even chest of fortunes that is four for a five unlocking system so we have five grades that we will unlock uh there will be a way to find these on social and then find out where it is on in the server. Uh, I'm assuming it's the same for every server. So once one server, you know, once someone figures it out, it'll be the same for everyone uh, during that time. And then you'll be able to get one of those four items. Uh, f- then, then there's going to be five chances for it. So let me read on here and see what's going on. Even after the community has hit grade five, oh, we'll continue to periodically drop pop-up plunder into the world until the end of the event. The majority of this loot will be random, with the only guaranteed pop-up plunder item being grade 5's first treasure, which you'll all recognize as an item particularly rare and wondrous. Chest of Wondrous Secrets. Of course, these ultra-rare treasures can be handed in at certain spots, so you may have to run a daunting oceanic gauntlet to cash in your prize. And the image here is basically a chest of Wondrous Secrets, somewhere in the shores of plenty that someone had dug up uh and that indicates like hey you're gonna have to run this all the way over to captain morrow over on morrow's outpost or morrow's peak and uh so it's gonna be a bit of a hike uh, at least a 30 minute sail so good luck on that one uh moving on uh our onus is on bonuses (laughs) Uh, This community weekend won't just be about precious pillaging of pop-up plunder. Oh, the the alliteration's good, but gosh darn you for the peas, the plosives. Uh, There's plenty uh, on offer for those who just want to enjoy the good vibes and score some free stuff. As is customary, the glorious Season 9 community weekend flag, this time in regal tones of purple and gold. With magic, its way into the flag will magic its way into the flag box of anyone logging in over the event period. There's also very good news if you're a fan of fondling foliage, as the touch grass emote will be free to anyone logging in too. While we don't actually want you to touch any grass during this event, ideally we want you playing and watching Sea of Thieves, we figured it'd come in handy for those moments of heightened emotion where you feel like it could be refreshing to remind yourself of your roots. And where better to show off your new emote than in front of a stunning Community Weekend themed picture wall. Following its popularity over the 5th anniversary Community Weekend, we are bringing picture walls back to the Sea of Thieves, but this time at every outpost, so you won't need to trek over to golden sands outpost to snap and i change that to snap your perfect selfie there also boasts a flag that represents the community emissary grade at any given time so you'll know how or or so you'll know uh how at a glance wow uh, good edit there so you'll know at a glance how grade or how grade progression is going Christina, that is a sentence, my dear. Uh, We've even managed to squeeze in a functional grog barrel at the scene, so pirates won't have to travel far for a celebratory beverage. Cheers to that. Um, I got to say, the the flag, the emissary flag that shows like where the grade is for the community emissary grade, that kind of harkens back to the flag post comment that i made with mike chapman during the last interview that i had with him about a year ago where i was hoping that there would be a way to tell how many ships were in an alliance per server based on a flag that was at every outpost and you could see like okay well if there was two flags that meant that there were two alliances out there if there was one flag there'd be one alliance or you know if there was like multiple flags of the same color you could tell how many were in per alliance Um, This is a a good way to kind of give anonymous information to a server at at a glance at every outpost the thing that everyone logs into when they start the game so I kind of like that if you want to literally fly the season nine community flag at home. You're in luck. A time-limited flag and t-shirt will be heading to the rare merchandise store for the duration of community weekend. And if you're looking for an excuse to pick up an additional pirate goodies at a bargain price, the discount code SOT Community Weekend altogether will knock 30% off the cost of most Sea of Thieves swag in that very same store. So it's worth browsing the digital aisles now to see if there's any cute items you'd like to in earmark for the occasion. Um pretty good 30% off not bad. That'll take care of uh shipping as well as uh, tax for the most part. Um I <laughs> Funny enough, I did Renfair this weekend uh, before working on the rest of this episode. I happened to be wearing, I came home after wearing my pirate outfit all day and I slipped into my first community weekend t shirt, um, not thinking about it when I actually uh, got home. This was just the first thing I, I grabbed out of the drawer. Uh, moving on, Hats Amore. Even though Twitter will no longer power our community emissary grade, We'll still have a big focus on the hashtag Thieves uh, Community Weekend hashtag for fun stories and stunning screenshots, artwork, and gameplay clips. So please do spend some time sharing good vibes on all your usual social media profiles. Our Our community team will be captaining the channels all throughout the weekend, ready to share our favorite posts. These events have always served as a super opportunity to spotlight some of our community MVPs, celebrating amazing players, artists, creators, and general good eggs. So, if you think either uh, you or one of your crewmates deserves fame and a particularly fetching hat, look no further as our hashtag Be More Pirate Drive returns for season 9 community weekend. We'll be scouring channels. And the hashtag be more pirate tag for amazing CFE stories and creations from now until the end of the event. Worthy winners will be awarded the hat of unfeasibly glorious fame. So get your submissions in soon to see if your antics warrant your pirates' bonds being crowned with such a special bonnet. I love the words, Christina, by the way. Uh, let's see, gloves in the first degree. So, fashion-focused freebooters, you're also in luck. It's time to return to the catwalk for a bonus round of hashtag style of Thieves, with just one category to dress for this time. We're calling your whole crew into the spotlight for the theme, crew costumes. Show off your cohesive looks and represent your roles on the ship with a screenshot and you and up to three crewmates could each win a set of the fashionistas finery gloves submissions will be open at 10 a.m. UTC on October 1st and run for just 24 hours with the four winning crews being revealed by October 6th to enter just post your screenshot during the submission window using hashtag style of thieves and the theme title on X slash Twitter, Instagram, or our official discord server via the pirate fashion channel or reply to the hashtag style of thieves post on Facebook. And the last thing that we'll cover here is herd community. That's all you need to know. But the most important thing to do in preparation for Season 9 Community Day is to contact your crew or, if you're a lone wolf, mark some time in your diary for a serious bit of solo slooping. Check your reputation tabs, your commendations, and our op outpost stock to see what sorts of targets you can set your sights on and plot a course for adventure alongside all our wondrous pirates in this latest celebration of the Sea of Thieves super community. We can't wait to see you on the seas. So thanks to Sea of Thieves for uh, Christina for typing that up. Uh, hope I did it justice. And yeah, hope you guys are looking forward to that. Um, I did talk to Davram who asked if we had any plans or should make any plans for this. And I don't know what's going on next weekend. I know that I have uh, already committed to doing some hourglass to work on my um, my skeleton curse. But outside of that, I really don't know what I'm going to be working on. Um, It's a very busy time for me, and uh, that pertains mostly to Xbox in general, with a lot of content creation coming over the next few weeks. Uh, Everything is being released right now, so I'm trying to do my due diligence and make sure that whatever uh, codes that we get for review for games that I'm trying to put that time in so that I can have uh, good conversations about Xbox over on XEP. That being said, I do plan to jump in to do some sailing, uh, watch some Sea of Thieves content creators. I don't know if I'm going to be streaming personally. I felt a lot more comfortable lately not streaming. Um, It's just one of those things where, you know, PC isn't built yet, still working on parts, still not feeling like 100% happy with the way that streaming from Xbox is when I want to have other people like in voice chat. Um, given that, uh, especially with Davram, he only uses uh, Discord and sometimes that just has to get captured a different way. So balancing all that stuff, just too much of a headache for me, uh, for the most part, to, to work on through ways, ways I have to kind of do it now. So I think I'm just going to hold off on the streaming aspect of things. But um, if, you know, if I get told otherwise, then maybe I can stream for a few hours uh, but I'll I'll try and see what, what can happen. It's going to be a long weekend for everyone as well, too. So I'm sure we'll all be getting an opportunity to go sailing and stuff. So um, that's it as far as the uh, community weekend news. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed that. Hopefully it wasn't too dull with me just reading through the actual um, blog post that came out. And thanks again to Christina McGrath for typing that all up with all the information and the great word usage, by the way. So with that, uh, Pirates, I think it is time for us to jump into this week's episode with the Gold Hoarders. We had a really good discussion about Safer Seas, Higher Seas, the Wish You Were Here event, as well as guilds, and the... the, the what is it called the song the the skull of siren song the voyage of skull of siren song that's a weird name for it by the way but really cool to kind of see that i'm very interested to see how it turns out and uh what kind of stuff we get with that but anyway enough of me blabbing let's get into the episode with uh the actual gold orders. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the September recording for gold hoarders. This is our community episode where we're going to be talking about season 10. We're also going to be talking about, uh, the pirate legend week plus a couple days. Uh, it, it's, we missed out on international talk like a pirate day. Um, it's been probably the most commotion that's gone around for sea thieves, uh, in, in a hot minute. It really hasn't been very, uh, very newsworthy, but, um, we got season 10 preview that just came out. Uh, we understand now what the three main features are going to be for season 10, there has been a lot of contention, uh, a lot of feelings being shared online, uh, and a lot of, um, uncertainty with some things that we are trying to like get a better understanding for. So, uh, I wanted to start out this episode kind of talking about pirate legend week, um, how everyone felt of the event uh, and, and kind of understand like there are things that are not tracking. The team is aware of that. So I don't want to necessarily focus on, you know, how frustrating it was for things not to track because I think that's understood Um, and they just recently had a major issue where everyone's progress reset due to them extending it Uh, and as I understand it they're aware of that and have either fixed it or are fixing it so that progress should be tracking but a lot of folks trying to get that tattoo set right now Um, but I wanted to break that down and see how everyone felt about it Uh, and to do that I'm going to have to introduce everyone so I want to welcome everyone to the podcast. Thanks for dropping in. Uh, glad to see everyone come by. Uh, starting off at the top of the list, Captain Hayes. Welcome, Captain. How you doing?
1: Hey, yeah, I'm uh, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Well, I, yeah, I'm
0: doing good. I'm on painkillers right now, but I'm doing good. Um, next <laughs> oh, up, good. we've got Godhammer Six. Godhammer, welcome. How you doing?
2: Not bad yourself. How are you? Oh, well, <laughs> I just heard how you do. Uh I'm good. awesome excited excited for 10
0: good i'm glad to hear some some uh some positivity right off the bat uh mina fairy joining us mina been a long time how you doing
3: no i thought i'd stop by
0: yay i missed you no
3: i'm also well i'm trying to avoid the painkillers
0: oh yeah you got your knee stuff going still it's been
3: over a month
0: (sighs) man um next up we've got regis stella regis good morning how you doing doing good doing good awesome uh, next up, we've got Static Mirror. Static, welcome back. How you doing?
4: Pretty good. Uh, nice, beautiful rainy day here in Wisconsin. A rainy day.
0: Ooh, I do like rainy days.
4: Yeah, I got all the windows open in my house, and it smells amazing.
0: Oh, oh, that's the best, man. All right, uh, and then last but not least, TN Professor. TN, how you doing, buddy?
5: Grumpy old manning it. It's fine.
0: Aw, say that. That's <laughs> stuff to do.
5: It's, it is a nice fall day in the fifties with rain.
0: Ooh, that sounds
5: curl up with a book.
0: Some nice (laughs) man. That sounds nice. Honestly. All right. Um, so right off the bat pirate legend week, it's been extended. Hopefully folks are able to take advantage of that. I know I was, uh, certainly pressed for getting a fort of fortune done. Um, the last like couple days before they extended it. And, uh, again i was it was definitely kind of frustrating the fact that stuff wasn't tracking um or that there was uncertainty of what needed to be done for certain things so i'm glad that they pushed it out from the the 21st uh to i think the god what did they push it out to the 27th or the 26th no 27th no why oh that's pirate legend okay i can't remember and i can't find the tweet right now
2: It's
0: the wish you were here event. Yeah. Trying to see what they push that out to, but I think you've still got some time if you're working on that to be able to, uh, to get that done. So uh, it looks like we've got that going right now. Uh, The wish you, Oh yeah. I keep saying it's the the pirate legend week. You guys aren't correcting me on that at all. (laughs) So it's the wish you were here event. Um, Is everyone gotten it done static? I know we were talking a little before recording that you're still working on that uh is anyone not finished up that and what what do you need left
4: um i'd say well the big one that i absolutely need is either open up a fort of fortune or fort of the dam okay but that's kind of the last thing to do since i have not really hopped into this game for about three months now so very rusty and very intimidated by the fort of the damned as people will just come and snipe snipe you so
0: yeah yeah definitely we
5: I'm finished to it get. two days and never saw anybody else except for one <laughs> boat off in the distance so i we got it all done yeah. i hate fishing i hate fishing i hate it i hate it i hate it but <laughs> so we did it
0: <laughs> yeah that was all I individual so
5: long i forgot how <laughs> <laughs> so forlorn <laughs> paddy did fishing
0: paddy had to do fishing everyone he had everyone fishing, had to do fishing and
3: so he got on with it
0: and did it whilst grumbling hayes you were you were opening up i think you wanted to say something too
1: so yeah i was gonna say I, I thought i had it all done and then uh just before midnight when the event was about to close, I realized I was only on 11 out of 12. So I rushed uh, to get the last thing done. I think it was to visit an island in a region that I couldn't remember which regions oh. I had been to. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, so I, I went around every single region, just fired myself out of the cannon uh, to every island, just managed to get it done before midnight, only to then find out the next day they'd extended it. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I really wish that there was uh, more visibility on, like, where you'd been to uh, help out with that. Yeah, it was difficult. And- yeah, see, Prof, you're talking about doing a Foff in a regular fort with no one around. Um, uh, the story that I was telling a little bit before we got recording, uh, we did a Ghost Fleet, and then I went off to go do a couple things. I ran into yeah. the same thing. Like, I I went on, because I was just running solo, I went on and did a Foff that I for sure <laughs> thought like people were going to be doing right. Cause it's like the last couple of days before the event's supposed to end. I for sure thought people were going to be working on the Fof, uh, since that's the hardest thing to, to get feasibly and nothing, no one, like not mm-hmm. even, not even a, a whiff of, of uh, aggression towards me. And, yeah.
5: I, and so I don't know.
0: Yeah. It it just feels completely anecdotal, man. It's like some sometimes you get a spicy server, sometimes you don't.
5: It was over two days, so a total of four hours. And and saw one boat off in the distance. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Um and then the last three times that we've sailed, which about averaging a you know, two to three hours, nothing. Nobody. It just has been really dead,
0: you know. Are you guys uh scuttling and, and uh shifting servers
5: we didn't because you know we were trying to do the event so Uh, you know the problem is (laughs) i love the random interactions and it spices things up so you know um there's nothing like being in the middle of catching a fish and having someone roll up on you and you know that oh no moment yeah But there's not a lot of that i mean i know chinzo's claiming he sees people all the time but i haven't we haven't
0: well he's got the data every time he he, he's one of the few people he could back he's got the receipts so So he
5: still hasn't given me an explanation about you know all the hours we've spent not seeing anybody
0: i think that's just Uh. going in circles though because i noticed i noticed that too because like i i think everyone is just they're all going counterclockwise around the map and and it's just like they're all trying to go to different islands to try and like get those achievements and because everyone's moving around there isn't like one main thing that everyone's pointing towards, there's there's fewer, like, run-ins with other crews. Because I have run into other crews, and I've seen other crews on the horizon, but everyone's just doing their own thing right now. There's not really, like, a central focus. Yeah, it's weird. I think it'll change, though. Mina, you said that you did a Fort of the Damned without any issues?
3: Yeah, we tried to do a Foff that popped up, but there was two or three other ships that also decided that they wanted it, and we couldn't be bothered to fight them all. So uh we ended up just doing a fort of the damned, but nobody bothered us while we were doing it. So
0: yeah. anyone else have any uh any interesting encounters that they've noticed kind of anecdotally around uh Fort of the Damned or Fort of Fortunes to get that that last uh checkbox?
2: Uh not to get the checkbox, but I um we were stacking Fort of the Damned. We did three uh in a row. Oh my god. And um, <clears throat> we were in the middle of uh, loading up all the loot, and I'm like, east is clear, west is clear, south is clear. I can't see on the north side, so guess we'll just hope for it. And then a Boat, uh, with the legendary Servant title, comes around and misses every single one of their chain shots we got the boat going and got into a nice little scrap with them uh they were a sloop we were a brig, um and it was uh we had quality players on our side and uh, they had quality players on our side but we had one more that was all we needed so we got our we got our three stack it was great
0: nice and static i know you had uh you'd piped up you wanted to share a good story
4: yeah i would if anybody would love to have my fort of fortune curse you can go right ahead uh (laughs) i've still only handed in two chests i have yes i have only been able to hand in two chests of fortune uh it just it doesn't matter i could be the only ship on the server and go to the fort of fortune and i'll be halfway through and then next you know it there's a reaper that hopped in through portering and oh here they come and it doesn't really matter every time a fort pops Every time we try to get near it, any time we are doing it, we always get contested. I don't know where you guys come up with this nobody-ever-bothers-us stuff, but that is not a thing in my world. So if if y'all just want to go ahead and take my curse
5: off me, go right ahead. Do you want to have my curse of sailing against the wind? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we usually just... uh... We
4: usually play Bob Seeger against the, uh, against the wind. <laughs> it's, it's a great, it's great no tune worries. while you're sailing.
5: Like Rose, uh, Logan knows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So um, I did want to get a feel for everyone. Did it, what did you guys think of the wish, wish you were here event? As far as like the actual challenges, I thought it was a pretty good kind of like tour of CSEs. Like these are all the things that you can do in CSEs. Um, and you can work on getting them done did you like that uh and was the rewards for like getting the the content because i mean this stuff is coming like we're we're gonna see these cosmetics later on and you can you'll probably have another way of getting them but everyone seems like because there's not much to really do in in the game to to push you to log in this was like a, a must do kind of thing uh, but were the rewards worth it um, in, in your mind?
1: I think the tattoo is really nice. That's the only reason I did it, Really, <laughs> mm, I don't blame you, honestly. It was a nice tattoo set, and
5: it fits um, Hefe perfectly. So knowing <laughs> that he wanted it badly and he is our map, um, <laughs> I told him that uh, I'd love to play and get him that and that I, would, I knew I would get it, but I had no right to wear it because I don't know where I am because I'm so used to having him around
0: it just means that you just look at look in the mirror to know like where you've been
5: <laughs> he is our map <laughs>
2: <laughs> I uh I got it um on the Tuesday <clears throat> after it came, after the event started um uh the only issue I had was the uh the naval battle thing only wasn't counting the multiples like I believe it was supposed to so I I went through four megalodons and two skeleton fleets and it didn't pop but uh, after doing some portal hopping to uh or some scuttling to uh, find a ghost fleet. It went through just fine, and I'm really happy about the tattoo because it's replaced the Umbra's tattoo, uh, the Umbra's immortalized Legends really? tattoo. Okay. Um, because Sea of Thieves geography is like my little is my little thing. I do uh, I do uh, Sot uh almost every day, mm-hmm. and uh, I love I love just like little sea of thieves geography things so that's replaced the umbra's tattoo set for me
0: that's cool that's that's really nice to hear yeah prof you you getting to do everything without any of it like (laughs) running into problems that is like you know unicorn status right there like you saw you you had the the magic dust with that
5: everything tracked over two days for all of us on the boat
0: um yeah weird i mean that's i sacrifice the the interruptions for the for the sake of having everything track i i don't know man i think i'd take that curse (laughs) so everyone seems like they're pretty happy with uh the the tattoo set um tracking things aside it feels like everyone enjoyed the content or or at least working on the content anyone have any uh any issues there or we all pretty good to move
5: too much fishing but i understand why it's
0: like six. It's like six fish, my dude. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Well, uh, if that's good, then we're gonna save the discussion for Monkey Island uh, two and try and do uh, Monkey Island conversation, uh, Telltale two and Telltale three next month, uh, after LeChuck uh, or the layer of LeChuck is is released, which is coming out. Next week, that's actually on the 28th. I'm looking forward to seeing that because the preview that we got for just that, the environment looks so vastly different than what we're used to seeing. I'm really excited to go explore that island. We got Season 10's preview in, and um, it has been... Everyone has been up in their feelings about this. Uh, and I just wanted to kind of break down the the two main things that are coming in October and November. And then we'll talk about the thing that's coming in September in December. So we're getting guilds, which is really cool. Um, it's limited to 24 people, which bums me out. I think 50 people would probably be a little bit better. But that's just because I'm selfish and I want to have... As many people in our guild as as wants to join uh but that remains to be seen um the cool thing about the guilds is that we'll be able to put one of our captain ships into the guild and then anyone who wants to can actually use that ship as a ship to sail uh, you can't load into the same servers with other guild members you can't um I can't, you can't, or you can have like non-captain players on other people's captain ships in the guild. Uh, You can create a name, you can get a motto. There's going to be certain colors and icons that you can use to represent it. And there's going to be um, rewards, cosmetic rewards that are given to different or to all of the guild members, depending on the level of the guild. So you'll raise milestones up as a guild very much in the way that you do with your own personal ship. Uh, But this will be tied directly to the people within your guild. Uh, As as far as I understand every 100 levels that rank up as far as the milestones go for the guild is a new set of rewards with a full ship set being kind of the teaser for this. Um, I don't expect this to be something that will be a huge feature uh, but it does feel like an extension to captaincy. Um, I want to kind of get your guys' initial feedback on this guilds. We're getting, we're gonna have a keel hauled guild. We'll probably have a few of them. Honestly, I don't know how, but we'll have to have a few of them to get everyone in. Uh, what do you all think of this? Is this something that uh, you think is exciting? Do you, are you looking forward to seeing like what the rewards are and how to get them? Uh, anyone's ship that you want to to borrow? Uh, since I know a lot of us have very, very, uh, specific ships and names (laughs) that have very specific crews.
2: Um, I'm pretty excited. Um, I'm part of a group already, uh, shout out to the Grog pirates. I don't know if any of them listen. Hey guys. Um, We've been sailing together for about two years together, and we're a fairly tight group, uh, little uh, invitational. I think most of us are all in there through, like, we found the only way that we've invited in, in people has been through. Oh, no, I've invited in people through invitation. Um, but... We've all been sailing for quite some time, and we're excited to uh, to make our group sort of like Sea of Thieves official. Yeah. Um, so this is this is really for me specifically, and the people in the Grog Pirates. We're we're all pretty
0: excited for it. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that a lot of that happens. Anyone else looking forward to guilds or uh, have any any uh, plans to start up their own guild? I have a
4: question.
6: To- oh. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead go ahead go uh, ahead go ahead static I was just M- mine's going to be kind of a two-parter question go ahead to, uh well, i was just going to say uh i'll happily donate my dragon of the depths to your to your 20 year guilds logan oh, which man. is a galleon before you ask
0: that's cool that's a good name for a yeah ship.
6: well i try to base try to try to design around the descriptions of a ship from one of the well from the fanfic that inspired my fanfic, so... Mm. I mean, it's a I mean, it's a freaking sailing fortress. You can try and translate translate as much as you can, much as you can to it.
0: Very cool. Yeah, static. You're up. We get a get your two part question in, and then prof. I want to get your thoughts on it.
4: So I'm excited for guilds. It's you know, it's going to be something new. Obviously, something new to work towards. It's going to be fun. But you kind of brought up something earlier that guild members can't be on the same server as in like possibly multiple ships. So that's so, a,
0: a good question. I I say that, and I was expecting guilds to afford us the opportunity to load into a lobby prior to getting into a server with multiple crews.
4: Okay. Because my concern is like when we have six or seven of us all on at the same time, we try to load in two ships at the same time. So that way we could all be on the same server and alliance up and just do things. Yeah. So if we're all in the same guild, is that going to prevent us from being able to log into the same servers, trying to get two ships. So that way we can all hop on each other's boats.
0: I think you can still spike a server to get two crews on the same server. I don't think there's anything that will prevent that cuz it looks like the interface for guilds is the way the same way that you would log into the game normally you just have a couple more menus before you jump in so I think it'll it'll take a couple more menus on the front end to get to the set sail portion but outside of that, I don't think there's anything in guilds that prevents you from being able to, like, spike a server to get a couple crews on one server.
5: So does that mean multiple Black Roses on a on a server? Is that what I you're I don't saying? know.
0: That's so weird. It's such a, a weird, <laughs> like, I don't know how that, that's the other thing is I don't understand how guilds work when you can borrow someone's ship. Like, say someone takes out the Keelhaul crew galleon and, <laughs> you know, I, I get off work and I'm like, all right time to get it and then you walk out to the shipyard and you're like where's my boat guys who's got my boat i really don't
3: that's very true i don't know how that works am i just gonna
4: i'm just wondering if there would be a message that says this boat is currently being used by another
5: member (laughs) that doesn't sound fun
0: yeah just, you're like sitting there like ready to get set sailing and then you're like looking around for your boat and it's just not there
5: although you have just opened up a new possibility every time that uh that Hefe uh, pays to get the boat all nice and shiny mm. i'll just go out and put one ding in it
0: <laughs> just just raise the anchor and slowly grind it alongside the dock <laughs> like, who keyed my oh, Galleon? <laughs> I,
5: I am actually as grumpy as I am right now. The guilds is, is something that I'm excited about. It's actually the mechanic that, that the Black Rose was hoping for when they first announced the, uh, the possibility of saved ships. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can remember when we all logged in, it's like, oh, oh this is okay, this is kind of cool, but it's not really what we wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guild thing is is really something that uh, i'm excited to see how it rolls out um, i don't see any reason to ever sail a non-guild boat if it if it works out uh, the way we're hoping
0: yeah yeah me too i'm I'm also really curious to know if i can have like the same ship in multiple guilds or am i going to be like stuck with just one ship for because i mean I've been trying to unlock hmm. my sloops. So I'm good with having like multiple, sh- multiple, uh, captain ships in different guilds, but it's, it's like, I, I have the one gal or I have two galleons, but one of them is the one that I would want to have like across to represent like the keelhog crew. I'd want them to be able to be represented through multiple guilds, but we, we just don't know yet. So I don't know. Kind of yeah, curious about that.
5: I saw the, and maybe this is jumping ahead, but the, the being able to save the rowboat stuff.
0: Um, um, along we can talk about that. that. Bring that Go go into detail. What do you mean by well, save the rowboat?
5: Well, I just saw the, the YouTube announcement where they're going to scatter the world with various colored rowboats and some of them being rarer than the other. And then once you find it, you can save it to your boat like you do cosmetics. Yeah. Um, but I do I haven't been able to research all the ins and outs of that. Because it sounds like if you get sunk, the the rowboat stays active out there. Does that mean you lose it when you come back in? Um, yeah. Say next session?
0: Yeah, it's good questions like that.
1: Hayes? I was just going to say, I think I saw something where you can save it to your boat, but if you lose the rowboat, it's no longer yours. Um, so if you log in, find a rowboat, put it on the back of the ship, and then you log off, it stays there. However, if you lose it or it sinks next time you log in it won't be there i think if they're gonna have different rowboats and some of
4: them are rare there better be accommodations locked behind trying to find them otherwise it defeats the purpose of having a rare rowboat just saying
5: well i think they they did specifically call out the good boy um version of the
0: rowboat can we can we talk about and the that fact would... that, that it's sad that the sea dog rowboats are really the thing that they're just bringing to the game now
5: uh, you're right you're absolutely right uh, they already had the cosmetics saved so maybe it's good they can reuse the resource
0: yeah it just makes me sad it's like oh it's just more of the arena <laughs> the, the they
5: bring it back one piece at a time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Mina, did you have something you wanted to talk about? Uh, not about rowboats, no. Oh, okay. I feel like my, my
3: robot gets stolen all the time.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. And my crewmate. So how's that going to work if Orz runs off with it? Hmm. It's,
3: it's his robot.
0: <laughs> it is his robot. So, yeah, um... Overall, uh, I think guilds will be great. I think it'll be a nice little role play thing for, for us to be able to have fun with. It feels like, if you guys remember, and I think I've seen a few other folks talk about it too, that the uh, season nine uh, quality or the season nine like thing was a new way to, to role play and it feels very much like season 10's guilds was that. But for whatever reason, like captaincy, it's just a very, a very intricate system that um, at the surface doesn't seem very deep, but it has a lot of a lot of issues that they have to work out too with uh, with testing and stuff for milestones and whatnot and how that's all going to work out. So glad to see that we're getting new ways to kind of socialize and see thieves. I'll be very curious if Rare starts to kind of like show off analytics about like you know what guilds are are achieving the most in the game or you know whose whose ship has been sailed the most. Or, or been out on the seas the longest, you know, like if crews are taking over another ship and they're just going there also makes me wonder like, what, how, how is this going to impact uh, Alliance servers? Cause those are going to still be around regardless, but th- this is kind of like a, a way for uh, Alliance servers to have the same ships and just have one ship constantly being used and earn milestones towards while the, the the captain is no longer there, which kind of kind of defeats the point of of having captains because a lot of people wanted to get the milestones on their specific ship, and this kind of takes that takes that restriction away. So, a little repercussion. I don't know if uh, if that really came into play. Prof, you're already against it. I can tell.
5: I'm against it. I'm grumpy grumpy curmudgeon.
0: <laughs> burn, I love you. Burn, I love you. Um, so yeah, glad to see that uh guilds are making their way to the game. I think this is a really great way to do it. I really do wish it was like 50 people or a hundred people, to be honest, because I don't think many people will have a hundred people to bring into a guild, but it's also kind of a nice way to say, like, hey, we are such and such a guild. If you are new to Sea of Thieves and you want to be in that type of a guild, these people will uh, bring you in and, and kind of afford it to like open up to more than just you know the the handful of small groups that are kind of around. But maybe I'm being selfish on that one.
6: Give a time, I'm sure. Give it time, I'm sure. Where would it, it, expand the guild sizes even more? Yeah. Maybe.
0: Is it weird that they didn't call this fleets? Am I crazy? No, you're not. You're not crazy. I feel like No, they,
5: that's actually Yeah, that's I don't
0: why know. know. Why didn't why didn't they call this fleets and have the fleet leader be called admiral? Like I feel like that could have been a title that they could have put in the game for, for uh, people.
6: Oh, uh, <laughs> that would make more sense, right? Maybe, maybe maybe until uh maybe it'll be like, you know, a uh, Alliance of guilds, kind of thing, like you know, know. Oh,
0: pirate guilds. Oh, that sounds kind
6: of cool. Isn't isn't the fleet what
2: they refer to your uh, your captain ships? I think one of the commendations is like fleet oh, admiral or, or the um or fleet commodore. Yes, uh, you are correct.
0: Yeah. Dang, but there's you can't sail more than one. Well, maybe you can. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe the guild is giving you the opportunity to put all of your captain ships into the guild. And only invite people with uh who are willing to sail on your captainships and you then have a fleet. Maybe that's maybe that's the end game. I don't know. I think people are gonna want to bring their ships into the guild though.
4: Man, that sounds like a dictatorship almost. It
0: does. <laughs> yeah. Almost like there's one person in charge of everything. <laughs> um, so I think we're good on guilds. You guys want to talk about the skull of siren song?
2: Sounds great. I want to do it first day
0: i think this is uh so for those folks that don't know this is a new competitive voyage it's called the skull of siren song uh the voyage is shared across all the players on a server so it doesn't matter where you are in the world if uh the the voyage pops up which it will in the form of a ghostly uh, paper with a dagger attached to the main mast. So for like a brig, it'll be the one with the crow's nest on it with a... Well, I guess it's every mast that just has a crow's nest. This is going to pop up for the same time across everyone. It's opt-in. So if you don't want to do this, you don't have to do it. Nothing's forcing you to do it. But if you do opt-in, then you will then get two maps. Uh, each map will have two digs. And everyone on the server gets the same map. So what you do is you'll go out after you vote in, you go to those islands, you dig up one, one will be a key and then one will be a chest. And you need both to be able to open up the chest. When you open up the chest, you'll then get the skull of Siren Song which is effectively an ash and wind skull, uh, but with bubbles. Once you get the skull, it will then tell you where you have to go to turn it in because it's not going to be to an outpost. It could be an outpost, could not be an outpost, who knows, could be anywhere, but it will tell you where to go turn it in. Once you have pulled that skull out of the chest, it will begin to slow down your ship, which means that you are going to be sailing even slower than you normally would. Which help the soul out there who has Prof's curse of sailing into the wind on a galleon, because you might as well just no change. You might as well change. (laughs) It'll be worse. (laughs) Uh, And and this is all kind of led to us uh, through the the means of uh, Briggsy, which is the ghost of Briggsy. It's super weird to have Briggsy being the one that is like starting this off in the sense that. She's supposed to be helping the brethren with the ancient temple for the cure for the skeleton curse to help Tasha, which has been unresolved. Uh, but it fits in line with the fact that this is very much her bag, like everyone going after the same thing and like running away with it and trying to get it turned in and fighting them and stuff. Like that's very much like a Briggsy thing to have. Um, But I want to get folks' thoughts on this. It's going to be uh, a mad dash for these when they come out because everyone's going to want to get the commendations for them done. Um, I love the idea that the person with the skull is going to be slowed down. So it's not going to be something they can get away with uh, fairly easily. But whoever gets the skull from them will then also have to deal with the fact that they are also slowed down, which means they need to sink the other ship who originally had it, if they ever hope to get away with it. And I think that's really kind of nuts. Like you, it would have to be, you would have to lock someone down on their ship to the point where they just can't do anything. If you hope to sail away with this thing, cause it's going to make you that much slower, but the thoughts feelings concerns comments questions are you excited do you like it do you hate it are you never going to participate in it is it arena 3.0 what do you think static you're up
4: i think it's going to be interesting it's going to bring it's going to be the new hotness you know board of fortunes might be might be easy to get done because people will just want it to get done so this might pop up yeah but it is also i feel like it's almost kind of like arena because arena it was everybody fighting over. You know one chest whatever to try and hand that in and this mm-hmm. is almost like what it is mm-hmm. but here's my question if you don't opt in on this and you come across them and let's say you sink them are you not able to grab the skull are you not able to touch it like what's the deal if you don't opt in and then my <sighs> second part my second part to that is i wonder if they realize about the rowboat glitch So if you have a harpoon rowboat, you can just harpoon on the back of a ship and just basically water ski your way somewhere. You are not technically part of that ship. So the skull would be affecting the rowboat, but not the ship.
0: I will make sure that that gets passed on to the devs so that that doesn't get that doesn't happen because that would really defeat the point of the skull. So I will definitely make sure that I can try and get that across to the devs.
5: Rowboat anchor.
0: (laughs) Rowboat anchor. Um, to address the 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 first question that you had that is a very good question because we know that uh, no crew or no new crews can opt into the quest after the skull has been revealed so the quest will become locked to crews who are already taking part of it um, and they'll have to wait for a new competitive voyage to begin but that does not address if people come across a crew that has that and they go and sync them so because there's just no way to really know like if they'll even be able to see it
5: if they can see it even if they can't touch it you already know there's enough troll spirit out there that people will, will just mess with it if they can the even if they can't have
0: it okay so this would be a solution and let me know if this would if this would fix the situation. You have to opt into the quest to to get the maps. Once you've opted in and the the chests have been opened, or the chest has been opened and the skull has been revealed, it no longer shows um, on the map for any crews that didn't initially opt
5: in. Well, I mean that 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 might limit the number, but I know when I've tried to do. The current arena, the the hourglass, I've had boats sail into the middle of the battle that weren't flying any flags, and they were just there to um, be chaos and and troll. So it's not—I don't know how you stop that. And that's going to really suck to be super slow and then have a troll or
0: two. Yeah. Tools, well, not
2: rules, maybe.
0: It would it would be <laughs> similar to if any other crew was actually involved with it. It really does come into question like how do outside crews affect this if they never opted in? Like will they be able to see the markers on the map? Because if not, then there's no way to tell like where the where the crew is or where they gotta go. But if everyone can see it, regardless of whether or not they've opted in, then that kind of does defeat the point of opting in. Like let someone else go do all the work.
5: I mean, really, Logan? Be honest. You see two random boats or a couple random boats, you're not gonna go over there <laughs> and, and mess with them, even if you don't know that there's treasure.
0: Mm, some people. It depends. I know third partying is really big in uh in battle royales. Like a lot of folks. I mean, most folks usually just assume it's a hourglass fight nowadays, right? And since there's oh,
5: I always wander over, so I am one of those trolls. Oh. <laughs>
0: It's not trolling. <laughs> Let's see <if> a <laughs> hey, All
5: right. Could... So, I, yeah. The mask has been removed go grumpy old man
2: it it could be that uh opting in is what uh makes you count for the commendations that are likely to be accompanied with so if you're not Mm. uh because it is a voyage so if you don't sign up for the voyage you don't get the uh commendation for having finished it it might not count it may count for you turning in a skull of siren song or it might be turn in a skull of siren song on a vo- on the skull of siren song voyage something like that maybe
0: uh, i could see that being something that would help if say uh say to static's question um say someone goes to another crew sinks them finds out they had a skull didn't opt into the voyage they have no way of seeing where that skull has to be taken because it has to be c- taken to Briggsy, and Briggsy is somewhere in the world and they would have to go sailing around the entire world to try and find where Briggsy's going to be
3: As long as the skull is in action maybe you'll have the option to vote in
0: No they've said uh, anyone that that vote, or anyone that wants to vote in has to be done before the skull or before the chest is open Okay yeah, so. I
5: don't think I don't think limiting the the prize is going to lessen the likelihood of, of
0: meddling. Um, I yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think you're wrong there. <laughs> um, but I mean, there would be there would be zero bonus if it if if to Godhammer's point, if the voyage doesn't count because you didn't opt in. And you can't see where to take it because you didn't opt in. Then, really, it's just uh, an ash and wind skull that slows your boat at that time because you have no clue where to take it to get the money or the commendation credit.
2: And meddling is fun.
0: And we meddling all have is Plenty fun. of money, <laughs> <laughs> but not everyone has commendations. <laughs> Honestly, that doesn't matter to me either. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I. I think this is really fun. I think this is kind of a way to do what I think we've talked about here in the past as far as like bringing the arena chest to Sea of Thieves and having it be something that, you know, like I think we've talked about in the past how we've we've talked that it could be something you could, it could be out in the world and you'd have to find it and you would have to sail it back to the Sea Dog Tavern or something like that. This is very much like in that, but I like the idea that only those that opt into it We'll know where to go turn it in and everyone else will kind of be like SOL and they'll they'll have to kind of wait if that's how that works. But it was a cool idea. I like it. I think they've done a good job. The slowing the boat mechanic, I think, is, is huge. Uh, that needs to be a curse ball, I think, in my opinion. Ooh,
5: well, I mean, taking down sails is kind of a slowdown too.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've got the rigging ball, but it doesn't last that long. I think even if it's... <sighs> I mean if we get the front well, you mean cannons You
5: permanently slowing someone down for an extended period?
0: Okay, maybe not that. All right. Well,
5: <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do that. You might as well add forward-facing cannons.
0: Well, I mean, I think we're getting them. Uh if the <laughs> if the latest tall tale is is anything to be shown, I mean, we saw a ship with front with bow chasers. That's true. So, I mean, like Ugh. it'd be it'd be dirty It'd be dirty, but I could see it. Um, Mina wants to know if a ballast ball will slow you down a little. I don't know. I just know it sinks you. I don't know if it actually slows you down.
3: I know it lets a lot more water in and it obviously has the potential to sink you. But when you're dragging that low in the water, does it affect? It's not something I've ever thought about. Does it affect your speed?
0: That's a good question. Usually at that
2: point, I'm too busy panic bucketing to notice how fast I'm going. (laughs) Exactly.
3: Normally I'm like dealing with the effects of the ballast ball and not thinking about how fast I'm going. But ultimately,
5: yes, it does slow your vote vote down a lot as it sinks.
3: That's what I think it must do. I think it slows other things down when I've used it on them.
0: Yeah, I'd be very curious. All right. Um, I didn't pay attention to how long we've been recording. I want to get to safer seas and high seas. <laughs> so uh the third thing that is coming uh after the Skull of Siren song in November is uh high seas and safer seas, which is coming in December. This is in my mind, um in a, a kind of way. Well, I'll talk about what I think it is, but let me just kind of break this down. So they're now splitting up adventure. Uh, adventure is going to be two types of adventure. There's Safer Seas and then there's High Seas. High Seas will effectively be what Adventure is now. Nothing will change. Everything's the similar. All the, the adventures and, and uh, live events will all come to High Seas. What Safer Seas does is give you, in my mind, a, a classic version of Sea of Thieves. Um, same ships, same islands, same... Everything, but these are the only things you can do in Safer Seas. You can progress up to level 40 in all the trading companies except for Reaper's Bones and Athena's Fortune. uh, So that does include fishing from what I gather from that. Uh, Gold and reputation is only going to be earned at 30% of what it would be if you were in high seas instead of the 100%. Seasonal Renown will earn at the same rate as high seas. You can play through all of the Tall Tales solo or with friends you can work towards all applicable commendations and achievements uh that pertain to the 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 four main trading companies or tall tales Um, we don't quite know about Build rat adventures and then you can purchase cosmetics from the outposts in post stores uh, and you can invite any of your xbox live friends into your session this is limited to four people so one galleon crew at most, this is technically something that is going to be client side so that you're going to be having people joining into your client instance of the game. This is it's why it's not going to have world event type stuff because it's going to be something that's separate from the servers uh, that are normally running. Um, the regular high seas, you're still going to be able to become a pirate legend. You're still going to be able to have the golden reputation for Athena's fortune. You'll still have hourglass battles. You'll still have captainships. Uh, you can be a part of a guild. You can have the the trade company emissaries. You can, you can take place of live events like golden glory or uh, community weekend, things like that. Um, for me, this is game pass demo. Uh, the, the game is so in depth right now there's so much going on with the game that reducing the amount that's available and slowing down the progress is a way to give players who played sea of thieves and got overburdened by what's going on in the world or not really sure like what's going on a way to push through stuff that happens in the game uh without having someone like come and bump into them and it gives them an opportunity to really like get a feel for the game play the game for a while until they until they get bored of not having any more reputation or anything and this is going to be a good way for game pass to bring an influx of players out in a way that will actually give them time to learn how to play so that when they do get into high seas they will have far more experience on how events work and what to be aware of or how voyages work and how to be aware of those as opposed to finding people who have absolutely no clue how to do any of the voyages and their only experience is sailing around and bumping into random encounters and having a bad time Um, this is also going to be a way for people to avoid dealing with other crews especially if they deal with anxiety if they have any kind of uh, uh uh accessibility options that slow down their gameplay um it's also going to be a great little thing if you have four kids that want to play a pirate game throw them into a into the safer seas and let them do whatever they want and you don't have to you don't have to worry about censoring other crews around there or turning off the the game chat and stuff um but i do think that for the most part this will not affect what happens in high seas i think most people will probably play the game at high seas if anything it's going to bring people into safer seas that otherwise would probably not be playing the game and for those that want to spend the the 40 to 60 bucks for sea of thieves and get their single player tall tale content out of it and then put the game down and call it good there they'll be able to do that there they probably would have never bought the game originally um i wanted to open this up because now that i've kind of said my piece on this i'm curious to hear what people think who wants to go first
1: yeah i I think the sopices is a is a pretty good idea mainly from the point of view that <clears throat> the amount of times that I'm sure younger players, uh, or just any new players, have joined the Seas, they've they spawned in an outpost, and then suddenly a three-man brig has appeared and completely destroyed them, and then they've gone, hmm, right, okay, don't really fancy playing this anymore. Um, so, Safer Seas would be a good idea for for people to to basically learn the ropes. Um, my My only concern with it is that if someone joins the Safer Seas, they do go up to level 40 and then they fancy coming on to the high seas um and because they've had no pvp experience they join and the same thing happens someone you know they might even get a bunch of treasure uh and then they end up sinking and then they think oh well instead of just trying again on the high seas oh, i'll just go back to the safer seas and and stay there so uh, i don't know if that might affect the overall player pool or it's kind of hard to tell but i'm sure rare have got all the stats um involving that so uh they obviously know what they're doing
0: excellent um so god let me hear uh hear your feelings and thoughts on this
2: i think it's a good thing overall um there are um a lot of ways to end up with bad feels early on in this game. I know one of the very first sessions I ever had was just watching some guy roll up on my boat real slow, just just getting in there real nice and slow and picking it apart while I'm standing on crooked masts and waiting for them. One guy swims over, and I'm just like, "Hi!" and boom, I'm dead. And I persevered, um, but not a lot. Not a lot of other people may feel that exact way. Um, I think a good, nice, safe environment for some people just to like ease them in, learn the flow, get an idea that what they're doing. Without having to worry about somebody blasting the part in the middle of it, um, is good to give them like like you said the demo feel for the game before moving before checking out high seas um, and learning a whole bunch of new things about the game because they involve all the rest of us. Um, it's also. Oh no, it's gone. The train of thought has just left the station. Oh. Uh, You're talking oh, about bringing annoyed. people
0: in before they move into high seas. Yeah.
2: Oh no, it's gone. <laughs> um, wow. I've never seen it leave that suddenly.
0: Uh, you want to Want to put a pause nope. and, and see if Mina. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. We'll come back and see if you can remember what it was. Mina, uh, let me get your thoughts on this. High seas safer seas what are you thinking
3: um i understand why they're coming out with the safer seas they are a lot busier than a lot more things happening and due to do since we started it in year one um i totally understand it and i'm hoping that it doesn't affect how busy the seas are for those of us that will stick to the high seas i wonder if 40 is maybe a little bit high before being plunked into the high seas to finish off if you want to get to Pirate Legend, because you've done a lot at, at the amount of the discount for levelling at 30%, the amount of time that it's going to take them to get to that level without anybody bothering them, to then have to do that last bit potentially with people attacking them i think they're gonna find it a bit oh (laughs) i don't know
0: Mm. but do do you think that the the fact that level 40 being uh technically halfway to 50 impacts that at all
3: i think it might i think that might be why they're doing it i i don't know if that is indeed the case i was always told from day one that 40 was about halfway because of the massive impact on leveling slowdown um but even then why not 30 if it's meant to be the training wheels part where you're kind of getting your feet wet why why not 30 or something instead
0: yeah okay i wanted to go back then
3: you've got enough but by then you've played enough you've had enough time potentially to have tried everything yeah that is on offer in the
0: safer seas? Well, a good portion of it. It it is effectively like year one before we started to get events uh, with like fishing included because they won't be able to do captaincy they won't be able to do sovereigns they won't be able to do athena loot uh any of the tall tale or any of the tales that involve that any of the reaper abilities that that'll i don't even know what reaper's gonna look like i don't even know if reaper's gonna be there
3: reaper's not in the safe seas
0: will they will they revert the island back to its original state
3: i don't know i don't know about that possibly or back to before the buildings were there yeah I don't know.
0: Like you can't do Fort of the Damned. You can't do Foff. So is is it going to be old old boot for for the the Fort that's there? I'm so confused on how that's going to work. Um, I think Godhammer reclaimed their their train of thought.
1: I caught up
2: to the train of thought. Um, the the other thing is the the people who feel that they need the safer seas aren't typically the people who are playing the game right now as it stands. Um, because like a lot of people are just they just stop playing they like I'll play this game again but I don't want to deal with the people so like if this if this can at least bring them back in to come in and experience it um and maybe get a better appreciation for of it and then think okay maybe I'll give I'll maybe I'll check out High Seas. Um, to your point about uh, Old Boot Fort and that it should stay in safe seas as something that they can aspire to try. I think that they should keep all the content that they could unlock for high seas locked in safer seas, and it becomes aspirational content. like, well, you're having a fun time now, but you want to unlock, like, these... Uh, the fort of the damned crew cos- costume set well if you want that you're gonna have to join the rest of us all on the high seas and give it a shot
0: i can definitely see that perspective as well too uh, i want to make sure we're getting everyone's thoughts on here so um moving into our next uh uh guest regis regis stella uh what do you think of safe seas I know you you probably feel the strongest about safe seas versus high seas
6: as as someone who doesn't engage in PvP like at all, really nice for uh you know th- for new people to have the option of like you know oh, let's go into this world where no one will no one around the world will talk in my back just be killed by some sweaty sweat lords and uh yeah yeah, and also. Something that hasn't been brought up, like you know, uninterrupted tall tales that happen and adventures that, happen, like you know, oh, you're doing a tall tale or an adventure, and suddenly you see a ship coming, coming to you. Like, uh, I'm like, and a for me, example, whenever I'm doing like an adventure, I see a ship on the horizon. Like, okay, I'm getting off. Okay, I'm getting off the server. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yes, it's a good idea. If like you know, those who want to experience the story of the game without interruptions from again the swart lords.
0: Yeah. Are you? Uh, and I, yeah. I want to kind of uh, dig into this real quick before we get into static and prof. Um, how are you feeling? Do you see yourself going to safer seas, even with the level caps and restrictions in place?
6: Uh yes. Just for the story, though. It's st- the story, the told tales and the adventures and what. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Which um, well, I'm kind of, like kind of looking forward to the One Piece ones whenever that comes around. But again, once the story issues are solved, then we can have One Piece
0: a lot of story to tell definitely uh okay static
4: you're up Safe for seeds uh i think it's a great idea um like it's already been kind of said it's a great way for new players to really get their feet wet and just get an experience for it before if they decide they want to come into uh a more of competitive mode um few questions is the chest of wondrous secrets still going to be available in your own personal server Oh, is the shrouded ghost going to be something you can just cruise around all day and hope to God that you find it, or are they going to keep that out? Um, it's another thing that, uh, what about the chests of ancient, chests of ancient tributes? Yes, you got to hand in like a hundred or open up a hundred uh, gold vaults. What's stopping you from just hiding in safer seas and just unlocking a bunch of low level vaults just to get that combination? Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally don't think 40 is actually too high because we all know that it goes up to 75 in the long run. I'd personally like to see every one go up to hundred, but that's just me. Um, so I personally will probably hop into safer seas a couple times, just because I do want to see exactly what it, you know, what it feels like, you know, kind of entitled to myself. And then I also want to, I mean, it's a great way to get your fishing done. If there's fish, that you can't get, then this would be the place to do it, excluding from the battle gills. But I mean, if you're chasing down stormfish and you don't want to be bothered by anybody, your only concern is whether or not that storm's going to take you
0: out. That's true. I am very curious about the uh, the shrouded ghost and the uh, box of wondrous secrets because um, those are random encounters in the game. It could happen to anyone, regardless of if there's other crews around you uh, to interrupt or not interrupt. Um, in fact, I, I know that some folks have been interrupted on that kind of stuff, but others haven't. But a lot of that goes uncontested as far as I've, I've seen anecdotally. Um, Prof, I think you're probably one of the, the biggest uh, voices of opposition to this. Uh, I'd love to hear your reasoning for that. Michael
5: Scott said, I don't hate it. I just don't like it at all, and it's terrible.
0: What about it makes it (laughs) terrible for you?
5: It just seems like it fractures the original intent that Rare told us why they created the game. It wasn't a PvE game. It wasn't just a PvP game. It was meant to be something different. This just fractures it again. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've already stated we've not been seeing a lot of people um, while we've been sailing around. I mean, I I guess, you know, Chinzo's right. We could throw up the Reaper and hop servers and and try and find people. But it's not just finding people to sync. One of the things I loved about this game early on was the random encounters where you didn't know whether it was going to be a positive or a negative. That Mm -hmm. was part of the reason that I kept coming back because it made the game different. It's different than any other um, multiplayer game I know of because of that randomness that kept me coming back to play, you know, you can only sink so many um, robot ships and and um, computer-generated uh, uh, things. This is about the the people that you run into for me, and I just I it just nah. And and everyone else has already brought up the fact if it's really about new players, is 40 really new? Um, and so I don't really think that's what it's about. And yet, if it's not about that. And it's about, you know, people who don't want to do PvP. Um, well, by level 40, my goodness, you've probably been able to find an Alliance server. And what interest would this have for you if you can already find an Alliance server um, and you don't want to play with other people other than, uh, you know, have the player versus player aspect of it? So I I, I don't know what else this does other than, than fracture the, the original purpose of the game. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Old man, grumpy old man.
0: We have seen that concern uh, in the past. Um, what do you think is different f- now compared to um, when we originally had some of these issues? And, and to kind of bring a couple up as examples of when we thought this was going to fracture the, the player base too much. Um, the, the alliances, uh, Devil's Roar, Xbox-only servers, Arena, uh, when they refreshed Arena, Tall Tale content being pushed out to separate servers. Um, All of these were instances where people felt that the player base would be fractured too much and that servers would be empty. Um, I myself have recently been merged after a while. I finally got... It's been a while since I've been merged on a server. There's always been ships enough to the point where um, you know there's been someone around but the other day I got merged and remembered that that was even a thing uh, when there just aren't enough crews on one server so what about this feels different compared to some of the other things that were concerns about um, fracturing the player base too much hourglass included
5: I don't know that it ch- I don't know that it does change it I think each of those things did serve to fracture the community to a certain extent. Um, You know, we saw people that were just PVE motivated. They did, in a large portion, leave Mm -hmm. um, and and go. And I think these other things have, maybe not to the extent we feared, but this one feels different because, you know, what I put in chat and what uh, Peoples had put up there, and that was, you know, Chapman wrote, I don't know when, but that you know, sea of, sea of Thieves is not just a PV or a PVP, but both seamlessly merged. That will always be the heart of the game. Doesn't seem like it's the heart of the game anymore.
0: But what is taken away? What what part of that is taken away from High Seas? What do you mean? The, the shared world adventure game being the heart of Sea of Thieves. What part of that is, is taken away from High Seas that... C, uh, safer seas is replacing.
5: Isn't it you're plopped on a server without people?
0: But the, the servers in high seas will remain populated. It, 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 it,
5: what I'm saying is this: this is a philosophical shift from Rare that they said we wanted to build a PvE and a PvP game combined. And it's philosophically they have now shifted out of that. And if that's the heart of the game and it's no longer there, the game they designed and the reason they designed it the way they did is now not there anymore. Then what is the anchor that 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 keeps Sea of Thieves constant? That mix of PvE and PvP was the difference maker in my opinion for Sea of Thieves. And and that was the part that they promised us would always be central to any development they did in in Sea of Thieves. And I I don't see that now.
0: I I just don't see how that's taken away from high seas though.
5: Well and it might not, but that's my opinion. Okay. It's not the same game that it was with this change.
0: It hasn't been the same game since it launched. We've we've had tons of changes to the games uh or to the game. Um
5: Uh, so what's what's to stop them now that they've made this choice? To say, you know what, it's been a year, and the people that, that got to level 40, they just never migrated over, and they still want to play our game and get to level 100. And so what, you know, we've decided to move it so that they can get everything that everybody else gets. Uh, what stops that?
0: Uh, nothing stopping them from doing that now, but they but they decided not to. They, they could have very it's, easily it's, just made this... It's
5: slowly, they have slowly moved the line. And they continue to move the line. And I don't, see, I see at some point they, they no longer have a line. There'll be two games.
0: I mean, that could very well be the case. But uh, from what we're seeing, they're still sticking to, like, they very easily, this could have been the, the straw. This could have been the moment where they said, okay, we're going to have servers that have uh, combat turned off or, or damage turned off. And we're going to have uh, servers that come or that damage is turned on. And
5: you know, this is the only place that I was able to get to know Regis. Um, he and I would never find each other on the seas ever because mm-hmm. he plays Alliance and that's where he is. Um, we would never Little see and each I... other. And, and uh, this only increases that, that, that chance that some of us on Sea of Thieves might never, ever see each other, especially if they don't find a community with mixed groups. And that's a shame.
0: Regis, you wanted to say something?
6: Um, no, never mind. Sorry.
0: Okay. Um, I see the opposite. Uh, I see the opposite happening because I think that this will give players who quit the game uh, because of the PVP aspect of uh, adventure, pushing them away. Um, If anything, they will be able to enjoy the story, the lore, the atmosphere and have stories of their own in a world where they aren't bothered by PVP and will still be able to connect with other people who play on high seas uh and will bring those people to us
5: what happens at level 44
0: they continue playing you think
5: they'll you think they'll come over
0: i mean there's there's plenty of ga- i'm i'm playing cyberpunk right now uh and i uh, i mean there's been people that have been playing skyrim for years and years and years um there's there's games that for them the carrot on a stick isn't the level they earn it's the atmosphere that in the the stories that they have like, for a lot of folks Sea of Thieves is just a, a chat room and they just sail around and talk. And it doesn't really matter what the gold is or what the commendations are. Uh, the levels don't matter. What's keeping you playing right now when you've already hit max level in all of your reputations? Uh, same thing would apply here.
5: Well, part of it, and I've already lamented it, is the random interactions that I don't see from the beginning. It's mm. one of the things that has caused us to say, you know what? The other major reason that we wanted to play this was because we, we found you know, the Black Rose crew so what else can we play uh because the random interaction that used to give us kind of the spice yeah. um isn't there i think and it it, hasn't been there
0: yeah i i think that's a fundamental difference between the type of players that are are going to be engaging with this i think the 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 thing that is going to draw folks over to safer seas will not be the thing that would pull them into higher seas if they had tried adventure mode prior to the split uh and 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 i think that folks that that try out safer seas know why they're going there most folks will pick one or the other or dabble in both Uh, i think safer seas will be a great opportunity for sherpas to exist have one person who's a sherpa bring three people in to safer seas give them time and then bring them over to high seas
5: so you've described two games which is part of my my issue and it's obvious not everybody feels that way and then play in the curmudgeon here it's Um, it's not you against me in
0: this case though
5: no 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 but that's that's you asked why and that's why and we don't have to to agree that that you know everyone has to have that same reasoning
0: i Um, i just want to to understand if you truly feel like high seas is different because of safer seas
5: yeah it's a player it's a player group that now is missing on the seas Mm-hmm. They might come over eventually, but they're not they're not going to be there um, like they used to be. Do you think, the you people... know, being able to being able to come across somebody who is obviously brand spanking new and and have the crew say, you know what? Let's repair their ship. Let's let's help them out. Yeah. Let's 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 sail alongside them. If this works as they plan it to work, that opportunity's gone until those those crews are level 40. And if uh, what everybody thinks happens happens, by the time they reach level 40 and come over, they don't they're not going to be interested in that interaction i think there's
0: a lot of a lot of unknown factors in that in that kind of line of thinking because i don't think i don't think that everyone will choose safer c's to start the game i think some folks will pick higher c's it's just like a difficulty setting in my mind when you start a game some people will start on easy some people will start on hard not everyone's going to pick the same default standard difficulty when picking up a game and i think the, <laughs> the people that start on the harder modes are usually okay with higher c's and I think some people who who start on the lower modes might get through it, enjoy it, put it down, call it good. Others might go back, play through it again at a higher difficulty.
5: I see it as a as a fundamental shift um, from what Rare originally created, and and I'm I I need time to mourn it.
0: <laughs> but Mike Chapman, the creator, you even quoted the or you even grabbed the tweet where he said that, that that and this was today. This was this was earlier today that. Their their ideal of what sea of Thieves is is still the original vision and at the heart of the game.
5: I don't see it as, as congruent. Mm. You think he's lying? I think it's disingenuous.
0: So not truth.
5: Not the way I see it. Mm. You're 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 splitting PVE and PvP into two groups, which is exactly what they're he said was supposed to be seamlessly
0: merged. They're splitting PVEVP and PVE. There are still going to be people that will do PVE in in high seas i i guarantee you that
5: but the original game it was always mixed
0: until arena came creating, around until alliance servers creating, came around
5: yeah and i've already said that i feel like that fractured the community maybe not to the extent that that uh was the worst but it did it did fracture the community
0: i uh, yeah but it's not been it's not been to the death of sea thieves though
5: i never said death no not, but not here
0: you said morning
5: yeah um I can mourn something even if it's not dead or dying.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Anyone want to jump in on this? Everyone else has been pretty quiet.
5: Um,
4: I get where he's coming from, but I also fully understand where you're coming from, Logan. It just, if people are going to go to safer seas, let's say they're new players, and they come to the high seas, and then they're like, nope, not for me, and they go back to the safer seas. If these were people that were never going to play the original game to begin with anyways. With this option of Safer Seas, this gives people that, oh, I've always wanted to play this game, but I heard that like uh, it's pretty hard to play because people can just kill you whenever they want. <laughs> this allows them to come into the game, get an experience for it, and then realized, wow, this is really kind of cool, this is really fun. I wonder what it will be truly like with more people and then trying to get those random interactions is what's going to hook them in. Obviously, not every interaction is going to be good. You know, there's going to be trolls, but it's going to get them hooked into the game and then they come over. And then they realize how much more to the game that there is being out of safer seas. And they're permanently probably going to stay in high seas unless there's something that they want to do or that they know that they can do safely and safer seas, which is fine. But if they come over to high seas and they truly enjoy that experience better, they will always stay in high seas.
0: Appreciate the, uh, the, the commentary. God, did you want to jump in here?
2: I think it also serves as like a buffer. Um, when I had a, when I was starting out and I had a really, uh, when I was starting out and I knew I wanted to stay with the game, but I had a really rough night. I, all I had to do was, all I could do was just like console myself with just like, well, bad night on the seas. I guess we'll try again tomorrow. but if I'm not feeling it, there's an option now to just be like, take a breather on nights, say i I can't deal with people tonight. I'll just hop on safe seas. I'll come back to I'll come back to uh, the high seas after I've you know ran a vault or two in peace.
5: i I know I remember my first night. I loaded in, had no clue how to do anything, no no clue how to raise or lower the sails, and it was on a galleon with four other people who obviously uh, at least knew how to do that. In the middle of a battle, I load in, and all I hear is a bunch of screaming about do this, do that, with no idea of how. <laughs> um, it was not the most uh, uh, welcoming experience, but uh, it it was exciting, and uh, and and so I. What I get excited about, obviously, is different than some. And I, I can recognize that. Um, but it was that 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 whole thing.
0: I definitely know why you feel the way you do. Uh, Rare has said one thing. And unfortunately, I think this is a circumstance where, uh, you know, Safer Seas is intended to be what it is. They've never labeled it the way the community is labeling it. And I've had to do a fair amount of, like, damage control and, and resetting expectations for people in in outside of like our community, because the assumption is this is the full game PVE mode. And I've, I've had to try and go and try and express like, no, this is this is more training grounds. There's a lot to understand about Sea of Thieves with world events, with voyages, with sailing, just in general, how to figure things out. This is giving them a way to do that in their own terms while additionally serving multiple other avenues like this is going to be good for sherpa people this is going to be good for accessibility this is going to be good for uh, screenshots and cinematic stuff that people want to do for storytelling in their own way like recording footage Um, it's trying to serve multiple audiences not just the people who want to get away from uh, PVP in adventure. I still would like to have private servers. I think private servers would be the best thing personally. I want to have a server that I can customize and play and invite all of my friends to and have PVP enabled, even if it means no commendations, no gold, no, no progress, because at least that would give me an opportunity to set up fun events and things like that. But I think this is what we're going to get. I I don't think that Rare has the bandwidth to be able to continue focusing and supporting private servers outside of certain communities that already have access to them. So I think this is the alternative for them, for us. Um, but I think this will be a good thing for folks who just want to have a chill night and go fishing for a little bit, or just want to have the satisfaction of opening a gold vault. Um, there's been nights like that where all I've wanted to go do is just go do a quick sea fort, get that, that, you know, itch scratched and then log out. Even if I don't turn in the loot. Um, And I think Safer Seas is a good way to not spin up a full server with other people just to not, you know, take one one active crew off of the servers plater. Uh, Like you said, prof, there are so many times where I log in, do a couple little things and I'm wasting a space on a on a server because I'm not going to engage with anyone. I don't want to engage with anyone for those nights. And. All I'm doing is staking, taking one crew, one potential fun experience for the other crews on that server away because of my selfishness. And this will give me an opportunity to do that without it being limited to Maiden Voyage or Insiders. Did anyone else want to jump in or, or share any thoughts on this? Uh, anything that they think... Need, needed to be addressed i know we're going a little long here all right all right folks uh i think we'll have to wait and see on this i think this is going to be a good step for the game to bring in players that normally wouldn't be able to touch it i hope that we can use this as an opportunity to train people up so that they can get used to Sea of Thieves, so that we can then encourage them into high seas so that they can get the full experience the thing that we love Um, I'm interested to hear if anyone thinks that the 30% reputation in gold will feel like how Sea of Thieves did back in the day, back when we had to do it the hard way because of the reduction, uh, to get up to 40. Um, but let me know what you guys think. Uh, I want to go down the list and talk to everyone give them a chance to say hi goodbye whatever they would like to say or share so captain hayes thank you for joining i appreciate it anything you want to say or uh, say or shout out as we head out
1: uh, no not really just thank you very much for having me i've enjoyed my uh, my first podcast
0: I appreciate it. I'm glad you made it in. Thanks. Godhammer, anything you want to share uh, or say?
1: Uh, I
2: think I've said my piece. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'm coming for your uh, Skull iron song.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to that.
2: Look out and look out for the Grog Pirates.
0: Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Mina. Mina, as we're heading out, thanks for dropping in. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Anyone you want to shout and I out? I want or... your
3: Grog, Godhammer.
6: <laughs>
0: All righty. And Regis. Regis, thanks for dropping in. Good morning. I hope you have a good rest to your Sunday.
6: Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully soon. Uh, just a uh, pleasure doing business like always. Looking forward to more. Definitely. Static, we are heading out. Sir,
0: anything you want to say or uh, shout out as we head out?
4: Yeah, I'd say I enjoyed our discussions today. It was actually a pretty good one. Discussing the pros and the cons of a lot of stuff. So just all around good, good show today.
0: Well, the show is good because of you all. So I appreciate that. Prof, we're heading out. Thank you for being the voice of opposition on this. Hopefully we didn't go too hard on you. I really valued you being here.
5: No, it was a lot of fun. Uh, As we go out, um, just a plug to um, Microsoft Xbox, currently there is no AARP discounts that you all offer for your gamers of more experience. Uh, I have recently had a birthday, and I'm looking for my discount. (gasps) Happy
0: birthday, Prof.
5: (laughs) they invited me a little early so i haven't quite hit the 50 but it's awfully darn close oh
0: man (laughs) i'll have to i'll have to uh hit some friends up and see if they can get in contact with people of uh importance (laughs) see if we can get some arrp respect in here (laughs) all right fam i love you all so much thank you so much for jumping in on here uh, if anyone wants to write in with their reasons why they think Sea of Thieves is dead, I'd be more than happy to read those out and entertain them for the next episode as well, too. I know a lot of folks have feelings on this. I'd love to get some uh, good points or some strong arguments um, about Sea of Thieves and Safer Seas and Higher Seas and stuff. I've seen some, some things that I can definitely uh, respect, Um, But I definitely want to hear what your thoughts are on this. So thank you all to the Gold Hoarders for hanging out with me today. It was awesome. We went longer than we usually do. But man, I I was really liking the conversation we were having. So thank you all. I love you.
1: And we'll call it here.